Welcome to the Rain in Threes podcast with Alan Ray and Mike O'Connell. Hello and welcome to the 18th episode of the Rain in Threes podcast. I'm your host, Mike O'Connell, here with Naismith Player of the Year finalist and AP All-American, Alan Ray. Hey, Ray and I have a special guest for you guys tonight as we welcome the former Drexel guard, the two-time national champion, and now current Villanova assistant coach, Ashley Howard. Coach, thank you so much for your time tonight. We really appreciate you joining us. Mike, it's my pleasure, man. Happy to join you guys tonight. Definitely, definitely good having you here, Coach. Uh, and, you know, we about to talk some basketball like we do all the time. I think it's going to be a great one. And I'm really excited and want to say thank you for coming on here. No, absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys asking me to join. All right. Um, let's get right into it. Um, first question I just wanted to ask you, Coach, was what defines a Villanova basketball player? Like, what are the qualities, characteristics that, like, coaches look for? So, you know, me being a former player and the many former players that come before, before me, you know, I just want to know, like, what is it that makes a Villanova player? Like, what makes a Villanova guard? How can you tell when you're watching recruits or looking at um, transfers that you know, like, okay, this guy will fit in our system? Well, the one thing I'll say, A-Ray, is that you and and and, uh, and and the rest of your brothers, man, you guys set a really high bar, right? So, you know, when when we're on the trail and we're recruiting and we're evaluating players, you know, obviously we're looking with guys that, that have a certain level, level of talent. Um, but but then we try to look past the talent and identify guys that, that are team guys that have won um, either in high school or if they're transfers, guys that have been a part of winning programs that, that understand that in order to be a part of a winning team, you got to make certain sacrifices, right? Um, uh, we've always had the luxury of being able to recruit guys that could, you know, dribble pass and shoot on a perimeter. Um uh, and, and and then guys that you know um you know are are willing to defend play with toughness play with uh a sense of uh, you know the intangibles are important like you have some players that are like star players that say oh I don't got to dive on the floor I don't have to take charges I don't have to do those things that's not me yeah. I get buckets but trying to find those rare players that that can score that can get busy, but they also gonna get it out the mud if need be and, and defend yeah. and grind and rebound and do all the intangible things that, that really um, create the winning. So, you know, it, it's hard um, identifying those guys. So when we, when we, when we identify guys that we think have that mold, you know, we gotta, you know, we gotta recruit them aggressively. Uh, but, but then there's certain players that, you know, they may not have all of those things, but, we may see see them and say like, all right, you know what? This kid can do X, Y, and Z. If he's a part of our culture, we can get him to do the other things that'll help him be a complete Villanova basketball player. And then that's where you know it. You know, you just gotta evaluate and you know use our connections to kind of get the real information about who they are as people. Yeah, that's a that's a great point because I kind of put myself in that situation. Like I came out of high school, I'm a I'm a, I was a really good scorer. And then, like, we start practicing with Coach Wright, and, like, he's on me about defense. I'm like, yo, like, what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, 
And and then like trying to get the defensive schemes down was also a challenge for me as well. But like what you said, like you can bring a player in and then teach them how to be big time players. And that's what I did. Like I came in there and I felt like I learned so much and then I became a big time player because of the school, the system and like the way you guys teach. So I really like that point that you said about, you know, even if the guy doesn't have all the tangibles, but you feel like he can fit in the system and like he'll grow in the system. And that's one of the biggest things with Villanova basketball. I think that gets overlooked is like the development that goes on there and how guys develop, you know, like Mikel Bridges is one of the biggest examples of, of like continuous development during, during the, um, the year. So, um, I really, I'm, I'm glad you said that. And I hope want people to understand that about Villanova. Like we're definitely a great school, but at the same time, like we develop players as well. No, that's important for us, man. And, and it's not just the basketball piece, A-Ray, as I'm sure you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we take pride in developing our guys as men, right? So, you know, you come to Villanova, it's not just a spot where you're coming to play basketball and, you know, people are just catering to you 24-7 and mm-hmm. you're treated like a rock star. Um, you know, our guys go to class, our guys wake up early, they're lifting, they're, you know, they're monitoring their body fat, their weight their nutrition, you know what I'm saying? Like we do a lot of things that really disrupt like a 18 year olds complete ecosystem of how they operate in life. Um, and we try to, you know, get them to understand the importance of like the details and everything they do. And, you know, hopefully, you know, they'll develop as players and then they'll leave Villanova as men prepared for whatever, um, situation that, that they may encounter, whether it's the NBA, whether it's business, whether it's going overseas, what have you, like our guys have the mindset that they're prepared for whatever they're, they're going to be faced with in life. Um, and, uh, that's something that's stuff that we take a great deal of pride in, man. And, and I'm happy to, to share this moment with you because I know that you, Randy, Mike Nardi was on our staff, like you guys really laid the foundation for what it is. Right. So, yeah, you know, so like now, like, you know, for us, it's easier for us now as coaches, because, you know, we've had great players like you guys that that really set the tone for what Villanova basketball would become. Yeah. And that's, that's a great point as well. I want to share this story with you with, um, with me and coach, Wright. I believe it was my senior year and I mean, I, I, I obviously I do good in school. You know, I was doing my work in there, but this senior year, I'm I'm thinking about NBA. I'm I'm, I'm I already got one foot out the door, and I ended up getting to the point where I was almost failing the class. Wow! And if you fail in a certain, if certain, if 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 you don't have a certain GPA, like you know, you can't play. So I kind of was like on that border. I was on that borderline. Like this is senior year. I kind of I'm I'm focusing straight basketball, and Coach Wright got a hold of you know my classwork, my GPA, everything like that, and he's like, like you know you're in danger of failing, like like you're gonna be ineligible. And me, I didn't been there four years, big time player. You know I'm thinking like you know Coach Wright gonna cover this up for me. He gonna look out for me like he's not a big problem. <laughs> Yo he straight up told me like 
A-Ray, I am not helping you. Like, if you don't get this together, you 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 won't be playing your second half of your of your senior senior year. And like that was a big wake up call for me. That was a big shock for me. And like that helps me become like it helped me became become a man, like you said, like off the court, mm-hmm. like taking care of business, like everything just isn't on the court and like not being babied. So I, I really appreciate Coach Wright for that, for not like babying me and going to the teachers and being like, you know, you got to pass this guy and all that other stuff. Like that was a big life lesson for me. You know, I, I come from I came from the Bronx, man, South Bronx. It was a big culture shock for me even coming to Villanova. And, you know, the the amount of things that I learned there is just unbelievable. I can't even put a price on it. Nah, man, that's that's the that's the culture that coach set, man. Um yeah. and, and um and the bar has been raised high. We're just trying to just trying to, you know, uphold the culture that's been created, man. Yeah. Yeah. We had uh coach uh, Seth Greenberg on the show a few months back and he talked about the Villanova culture and the program and what it's built up to be, uh, you know, starting with back, you know, with the days of Kraft, you know, Al Severance and, you know, into the days, Raleigh, Raleigh Massimino, uh, Steve Lapis, then coach Wright now with coach Neptune. And he talked about having a home at Villanova, right? That that's the beauty of, of, you know, a lot of the alumni that graduate, they go on to bigger and better things. Sometimes if they're playing basketball in the NBA overseas, what what have you, but to have a, a spot back where we, you're always welcome with open arms. We talked about Corey Fisher before we started recording about how important he's been to the, to the system coming back to Villanova as a home. Hey, Ray, doing this podcast with me, I feel like I'm I'm now close to Villanova just through A. Ray because of of you jumping on with us and and former coach you know Steve Lapp is jumping on with us. So it's a very important thing. The, the bar, like you said, has been set so high and it's it just really been been fun to to see it in, in action and i think it's really cool that you guys now in the different landscape of what the nil and transfer portal brings to, to villanova we went out and got four guys that fit that bill that fit those qualities and characteristics that you guys look for in not just you know players but men right and whether they're 18 years old and now they're you know 21 22 years old they're a little bit older they got that experience uh, we saw that right away with game one, right? They're diving on the floor for loose balls. They're picking all each other over. up, and they're 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 making plays all over. Exactly right. They're 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 doing whatever it takes to play Villanova basketball and and and, and get to to really earn their respect of not just their current players but their former players being like, all right, these guys can step in and really act like Villanova players. So I just want you know maybe a few more words from from you, coach, on what you've seen. From the transfers, Tyler Burton, TJ Bamba, Hakeem Hart, Lance Ware, what have you seen from those guys and how do they fit in with the Villanova program? I mean, four great guys. Um, love them all. Like, they're all guys that, it, to be honest, like, had they come to Villanova out of high school, like, there's so many times where we say, like, damn, man, if we had this guy yeah. for three years, like, right. we, you know, we could get them to a certain level. So, you know, they're all great guys, um, unselfish. Um, and, and I commend them because they're coming in after having experiences other places and, you know, habits that they've built elsewhere. And, 
and they're older guys now trying to learn a new system with only a year, right? So it's like, uh, imagine being a senior and now like you have the pressure of like, yo, wanting to do well my last year, you know, goals and aspirations as an individual. And now I'm coming in, I'm learning a new system. I'm, I'm being challenged in ways I've never been challenged before. And they're, and they're just embracing it. Um, you know, like, like, you know, a guy like Hakeem Hart was at Maryland, had a different role, you know what I mean? You know, in a transfer portal, now he's at Villanova and like he's working through that, right? Like, uh, and, he, and he's showing up every single day. He's going to class every day. He's not a problem. Like he's doing all the things that we ask him to do. Um, and, and, you know, I'm proud of these guys, right? I wish that we could have replicated that sensational series of dives that we had in American <laughs> versus Penn, right? Right. But we'll get them there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and that's the that's going to be the challenge with this group um, because the talent is there. I think the intention is there. But those guys got to understand, like, yo, you're at Villanova, man. Like, every night you're going to get the other team's best you know, yeah. um, the other team's best showing, right? And yeah. and that's why you come to Villanova because you want to be a part of a team where the expectations are that. Um, you come to Villanova because you know that you're going to be a part of a team that, you know, is like a band of brothers, right? So, you know, we have these new guys. We got some really quality returning guys um, and, and they're gelling, they're meshing um, and, and everybody's intentions are in the right place. You know, it just takes time to to really gel, and and you you know you got to go through some some learning periods throughout the course of the season. But all in all, I think we got a, a really good team. Yeah, um, I I definitely agree too. And um, since we on the topic of like uh, we talking about the transfers, guys. So right now, I really enjoy watching uh, Bamba and Burton, and just for the reasons that you were saying, just guys coming from different programs and, you know, putting the ego to the side and trying to fit in with what Villanova basketball does. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you got Lance Ware and Hakeem Hart as well. So I just want to know, like, what is the mood with these guys after the game against Penn? You know, obviously it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a win where everybody wanted, but it's it's kind of like a learning experience, like you said. It's something new. These guys don't understand what Big Five is, because I had to learn what Big Five is when I first got in. Because I took it, I didn't think it was real. Nothing. I didn't. I didn't think it was like real, real challenging to be honest. You know, but I, I've taken some losses in Big Five. Mm -hmm. So, like, what do you think the mood is now around the team and these guys? with like their first kind of big test going into the season and getting a little taste of like what big five is like? Well, I think, I think the reality is, is that our guys, you know, got, got, got manhandled on Monday. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like that, that's not, that's not what we're about. Um, you know, we could, we can, we can look each other in the eyes and, and, and feel good about any, you know, game that we play, win or lose, if we go out there and we play harder and more together than our opponent, that's what's most important for us, right? So, you know, that didn't happen on Monday. 
Um, we addressed it today in practice. You know, everybody understands what it is. And now I think everybody's in a position where they know it's time to respond, right? So, yeah. you know, that, that's where we are. You know, the good thing about college basketball is you can't hold your head too long because we got another game on Friday night versus uh, the Maryland Terrapins who are a really talented team that are well coached and, you know, hold their hat on playing hard and, 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 and playing together. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, we got a, we got a great opportunity ahead of us to respond from Monday. Um, I think that's where our guys' heads are. Um, yeah. Nobody's feeling sorry for themselves. Everybody came in on their day off, watch film, um, you know, took a look at themselves. You know, the film doesn't lie. Right. At all. And, uh, all. and, and, <clears throat> and uh, you know, we went through that process, man. And now it's time to, to move on to, to the next game. Yeah, Coach, uh, I mean, you guys had 41 missed shots uh, on Monday night. Obviously, you, you got to expect to shoot at least a little bit better than that, right? That's what Villanova teams are, are used to. That's what this this talented group is, is certainly capable of is, you know, hitting your threes, knocking down, uh, you know, your shots when you need to. And uh, the 2-3 zone seemed like it caused a lot of problems for, for, for Villanova. And, you know, w was there anything else that you can kind of chalk up uh, to that, those 41 missed shots other than the 2-3 zone? Was it, was it the, the, you know, the lack of, uh, you know, being completely laser focused? Was, was that it? Or was there something else that you saw out there? Well, I, I mean, you know, you're going to have games where you miss shots, right? Um, and A-Ray knows this, you know, the, you know, we, 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 we worry about defending and rebounding, right? Mm -hmm. Like we can, we can miss as many shots as we want. We just want the other team to miss more shots than us. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, you know, Penn out rebounded us. Um, so, you know, like our defense and our rebounding, like those are the things that we really focused on. Um, you know, the, the, the missed shots, they're going to come and go. Um, you know, we, you know, we talked about, you know, adjustments that we would probably make offensively, uh, you know, if we had to do it over again, but, you know, in, in the end, man, you know, you know, Penn was comfortable the whole game. They were able to execute their game plan. Um, you know, our guys didn't do a great job on the boards. And, you know, when in, when you're talking about like a two possession game, which it ended up becoming, there's so many different um, components to that game that you could identify that, that, um, that could have been a difference, man. You know what I mean? So, you know, we, like I said, we watched the film. And, uh, you know, we, we attacked all the things that we needed to address, mainly our defense and our rebounding. And, um, and now we just got to just gear up and get ready for Maryland. Yeah, um, definitely. And that was definitely one of the things that, uh, that stood out to me was, like, the out-rebound. And uh, I know that's something big for the program, um, especially, like, playing with Coach Ray, I'm sure. With Neptune, that's a big emphasis is rebounding, especially if you're going to be playing guards. You got to yep. get in there and rebound. So yep. I definitely would like to uh, see that see that next next game from them guys. And, yep. like, you know, we're not sitting here criticizing them or anything like that. You know, it's just, it's just what the program is built on. You know, like, I wouldn't have been in the game if I didn't rebound and I wasn't defending. You know what I'm saying? So – uh, I definitely, definitely feel where you're coming from on that that front, and I believe that them guys will get it together because it's a real, really talented group, man. Whether you want, whether people want to believe it or not, you know, we got a real talented group. We got a real deep roster, 
you know, guys can play multiple positions, guard multiple positions. It's just a, a matter of just getting it all in sync, um, like you said earlier. So we'll just see see when that happens. But I, I definitely have have the faith in that 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 will happen for sure. Maintain the faith, Nova Nation. Maintain the faith. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Like thank a, you, thank you, there's, Coach. There's a there's a lot of people out there, a lot of fans out there that's just literally on the edge right now on their balcony just like hanging off the edge right now like what would you have to say to like any of those people if you do have anything to say to them because i know we don't at nova we never really cared about any outside noise like whatsoever you know i, I the one thing that i would that i would reiterate is it's like you're dealing with young people and and you know you know in in our realm like we're we're just so accustomed to just operating how we do um you know you know twice a week these these guys have to go out in front of the world and expose themselves on a platform that and and be judged by everybody um so you know like that's what we signed up for um you know the reality is is that um you know in this new era right of social media and and what have you it, you know it it just says a lot um to the world um when you can just go on social media and see just the energy and the feedback that a program gets the support they get whatever through tough times you know what i mean like you know and and i know nova nation is 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 a, is a very strong um fan base uh i think one of the best fan bases in, in all the college sports um you know let's just be mindful <laughs> that everything that we put out there is a reflection of who we are you know what i mean um yeah and um you know our team is going to continue to 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 work hard to be the best villanova basketball team that we can be you know what i mean uh, but mm -hmm. you know in the end um you know we can't control the noise on our side nor do we really pay attention to it but other people do recruits pay attention to it um uh you know other programs pay attention to it right so you know just be mindful of the energy that you put out there in regards to your team because it says a lot about you know what you know our fan base really is and and and, and what everybody's really about good answer right, thank, thank you coach thank you coach we we love that and uh yeah, like like we talked about, a lot of people were trying to hit the panic button. It's three games into the season, so maybe hold off on that a little bit. Uh, just uh, talking about Hakeem Hart. He, he's going in now to Maryland, his former team, former school that he played at uh, throughout his college career, and now he's a Villanova Wildcat. Maryland comes into the Finneran Pavilion on Friday night to play. Uh, is he going to play? Is he going to have a significant role? Does he, has he talked about that, Voices Benny, that he, he wants to have a – uh, you know, a bigger role, a Keem Hart revenge game against his former team. Like, as we know, he only played nine minutes against Penn. Is there any, uh, you know, underlying tone of uh, Hakeem getting a little extra fired up to play against his former uh, former club? No, I mean, I, I think for Hawk, it's, it's really about, you know, using this next game to, to just, you know, continue to, to be more connected with his teammates, um, uh, you know, you know, continue to, 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 to learn and grow within our program you know we believe as the season goes on hawk will continue to get better um you know every game that we play is the most 
important game of the season for us, right? So, you know, for Hawk, it, you know, you know, Friday is, is his next opportunity, right? So, um, you know, obviously, you know, all of the emotional attachments to the game are it's human nature for him to to feel those things. Um, but you know, I, I think um, you know, you know, going into these next couple of days as a staff, keep him focused on, you know, just doing all the things that he needs to do to be connected with his team. And and if he can do that, then then he'll have an opportunity to make an impact on the game. Definitely. Um, I know it wasn't the result that we wanted, but how do you feel about having a guy like Justin Moore on your team? You know, a guy that can get it going in quick spurts, great defender, um, great leader. You know, I, I, I know you got to feel kind of comfortable as coaches on the sideline knowing that you got a guy like that mm-hmm. on the court that you can rely on and, and, and trust to get everybody going. So how much of a of an impact does Justin Moore have on his team and him returning, coming back to play one more season? You know, I really think that was the icing on the cake. No, I mean, Justin making the decision to come back uh, for his final year was huge for everybody. Um, you know, we, you know, we love him. Um, you know, he loves Villanova. Uh, he wanted to end his career here as a Wildcat. Um, he's the leader of our program, the heart and soul of this team. You know, he, he's won Big East championships. He's played in um, big time, big time environments. And when you have a guy that's been through the fire uh, at the level that Justin has, like there's an element of trust that everybody has in his decisions. Um, there's an element of trust that everybody has. And like when he says something, his teammates listen. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and there's obviously an element of trust that we have in him as a, you know, from a coaching staff perspective, because like, yo, we know this dude has done it. Right. So, yeah. um, and he's done it, you know, our, our way, um, you know, he, you know, he understands, you know, you know, our system, he understands our plays, our schemes. So, you know, you have a guy on the floor that knows everything inside and out, and he can be the example for, our other guys, you know, especially new guys, right? With the with the amount of new guys we have, like he's unbelievably valuable, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, he's like that next guy. You know, like we say all the time, like in our program, you know, you know, Jalen Brunton at Arch and Phil Booth, and then you know, Mikael Bridges had Darren Hilliard and Josh Hart, and then Dante had those guys. So like, all of Darren our good players. All of our great players had older guys that they learned from. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and now, now Justin is that guy that 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 our our new guys are learning from. Um, and and it it's it's really it's really cool to to, to have him uh, in the role that he's in. Um, you know, I recruited Justin early on, man, when he was young, before I left for LaSalle. Um, so I, you know, even when I was away, I was rooting for him from afar. And then now to have the opportunity to come back and coach him and just see how he's matured, um, in the leader that he's developing into is, is, has been cool. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up that too. Uh, I wanted to ask you like, how the hell do y'all recruit like older guys? Like how, how do you recruit older guys? <laughs> 
that like come come to Villanova because for so long it's been like let's get high school guys to come and like we develop them but now it's like all right we could go to the portal and grab a kid but like how do I know that this kid is going to fit in my system like how does that recruitment go like do you guys are you going out to visit these kids or is it just phone conversations and like nowadays there's money involved like when I was coming up Joe Jones he came to the Bronx we're in the park we shooting hoops eating Chinese food seriously like he came <laughs> and like that's how we chopped it up and like I felt automatically like this is family like I want to go to Villanova like he in the he in the South Bronx with me in the park we eating Chinese food and we shooting hoops like he want me to come to his school. That's old school. That's old school recruiting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. So like, how is it? How is it different now? Like nowadays in this age with NIL. Yeah, I wish, like I, wish I can get a recruit. I wish I can get a recruit just off a box of shrimp fried rice, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd man, be, that'd be that'd be love if I can get a recruit yeah. just right. off a steak and an egg roll, man. That that'd be awesome. Yo, he definitely oh, got me like things. that. I ain't even gonna lie to you. <laughs> oh man, but what you what you think, man? Like, what's the difference now with recruiting from like back then in those days? Well, I think the difference is, man. There's so many layers now, um, and you know, it's all relationships, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, out of the transfer portal, you know usually get a phone call from somebody, whether it's a high school coach, AAU coach, somebody that's connected to a player and, and they let you know that, you know, kids entering the portal. And then once they enter the portal, you know, you have access to them, you know, to reach out. Um, it's funny, like with all of the guys that we got out of the portal, there was a relationship somewhere along the line, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, with Tyler Burton, you know, Coach Neptune and I both coached against him at Richmond, right? So, yeah. you know, when when he was in the portal, or you know, when you know we heard that that he was, um, you know, thinking about maybe looking for another situation, then like we we knew him, we coached against him. We we're like, yeah, this dude can help us, um, right? You know, Hakeem Hart, local kid from Philly, we knew who he was, we knew his people, knew his family. Right, um, Roman Catholic kid. So like, there's connections and a relationship there already. Lance Ware played for Jalen Brunson's dad, Rick, in the high school. We, you know, recruited him out of high school. Knew his family, connected to him. We knew him. Right, T.J. Bamba, New Bronx kid from New York City. Um, Coach Neptune had great connections with with his people. So, you know, I think he got the phone call when TJ was going into the portal. So now like for us, it, it it's very rarely a situation where like, you kind of don't know the guys, mm -hmm. um, you know, especially for us, it's really important that we're bringing in good people. Like we don't want to bring in guys that are going to disrupt, you know, you know, our Which culture got going on. And yeah. Compromise, you know, what we say we're about. So we got to know the guys that we're dealing with. Um, and, and like I said, like all of these guys are, are great dudes. Um, you know, they're all in their own way, unique. Um, but 
but they're all Villanova guys. So we 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 struck gold with this group of transfers. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like we said already, we could tell right away just from game one that they were bought in that way. And uh, sure, it might take uh, you know a tough game in the Big Five to to show them that we always got the target on our back being Villanova. Uh, that's just how we roll. We, you know, we're we were within the dogs of the Big East for a long time, and uh, we're going to take everybody's best shot, no matter what night it is. And you know, whether it's in November or it's in March, it, it's always going to be a tough battle, no matter who you play. And uh, Friday night, just uh, a little bit more on Maryland, uh, Coach. Uh, you know, I know obviously you had some ties to the program with your father, uh, playing there for four years, winning an NIT championship there under Lefty Dreisel. I mean, they were ranked number two in the country all four years that he was there. Uh, a pretty impressive uh, resume to, 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 to you and your dad then want to go on to play in the NBA for a couple of seasons. So can you give us just a little bit into the, the Maryland program and what to expect from them on Friday night? Well, you know, Mar Maryland's a tough team, man. You know, Kevin Willard uh, is a longtime coach at Seton Hall who's very familiar with Villanova and Mm -hmm. And we've had some wars with, with Coach Willow's team at <laughs> Seton Hall. So I don't expect anything different on Friday night. Um, great coach, great staff, um, talented team. Uh, they have, um, you know, some some uh, local guys on their team. And, 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 and Dante Scott, who was a great player at Motep High School, coming home uh, in his senior year to, you know, to play against us. Um, you know, it, you know, it's 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 like a, it's it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle. <laughs> um, you know, um, you know, Justin Moore and and and, and their leading scorer Jameer Young, they were high school teammates. So right. like, there's a lot of you know, you know, back line stories that Hakeem Hart, <laughs> former player, you know, the whole deal. So, you know, we you know we just got to go in there. We got to play Villanova basketball. We got to respond. Um, we got to do all the things that we know are essential to winning the game, um, but it's going to be a battle. Maryland is a, you know, they're coming off of losing two games. So, you know, Coach Willard is going to have those guys teed up, ready to play on Friday. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, you know, two game, two teams that are going to be responding, um, you know, kind of fighting um, early on in the season, like to, to, to pr preserve their seasons here. So, you know, we're, we're looking forward to, to just, you know, you know, the opportunity to, to go out there and compete on Friday. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Um, I, I completely forgot about that. But Coach Wheeler definitely was at Seton Hall. So he's he's definitely familiar with Villanova. And then uh, Maryland definitely lost two games in a row. So they they coming in, they're going to be hungry. Uh, I know they definitely going to be hungry. Um, but we get thoughts on the the Gavit games and like what makes them so special and especially on that night we got Mikel Bridges getting honored and uh what, what's your relationship with with Mikel like you can you can see it like when you when when you was at the school when Mikel was there like the relationship the closeness like can you elaborate a little bit about like what that relationship with Mikel means and and like how you helped him grow into being the player and the person that he is now. Well, uh, it's 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 crazy because um, you know Mikael, uh, he's like one of my favorite players, man, uh, of all time. I could just, tell. Just a, he, he's just a special person. Um, 
unbelievable, unbelievable worker. Um, comes from a great family. His mom did an unbelievable job raising him. Uh, and, you know, initially, you know, I was an assistant coach at Xavier. Mm -hmm. And I started recruiting Mikel because I knew um, some of his relatives and they sent me a highlight tape of him, right? So I'm like, man, this skinny guy ain't bad, right? <laughs> right? And, uh, you know, I'm recruiting him. And then I transitioned to Villanova. And um, and Villanova was recruiting him as well. Um, you know, Billy Lang was 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 here. Billy was recruiting him. Billy. So then now we sort of kind of tag teamed, right? And uh, and we were able to get him to re to commit. Um, and um, you know, Mikael, he wasn't who he is now. <laughs> when we recruited him. <laughs> so it's senior year, man. This dude has some games where you're looking at this dude like, I don't know if this dude is gonna be good enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> but 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 uh but we always knew that his best basketball was ahead of him because he had a great IQ mm -hmm. and he and he had unbelievable skills for his size, right? And and he came in as a freshman and you know what? There were times where we thought, like, yo, this guy can play. And then he came to us before the season started and asked the redshirt, which was. So he a, asked. He asked the mm. redshirt. It was, right. a, it was like an unbelievably mature decision because in our minds as a staff, we were thinking, we wish we could just redshirt him. Uh huh. And then he came <laughs> and he made it easy for us because he said, yo, right, right. I want the redshirt. And, <laughs> and when he made the decision that he was going to redshirt, he and I. We just we just got after it uh, every day, right? Um, in the mornings, um, you know, uh, at night, pregame his pregame workout used to be like a like a like an obstacle course where you know he's like ducking pads and dribbling and going to the basket, and I had the walk ons tackling them. And <laughs> it, was, it, was crazy. it was crazy. Uh, <laughs> And uh, and and you just saw him kind of morph into like this really you know confident um, silent killer, right? I thought um, John Shackleton did a great job with him over the years developing his body, where he got stronger, and you could see over the years where he became more explosive, right? But honestly, I think. A significant part of Mikel's development at Villanova was like the dude had to guard some really good players every day in practice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, as a freshman, he had to guard Darren Hilliard, he had to guard mm -hmm. Phil Booth, he had to guard Arch, he had to guard Josh Hart, then he had to guard Jalen yeah. Brunson and all those guys, right? Yeah. And and really he became a guy that could guard everybody, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, as as he you know, developed, you know, and you, and, and you could see it happening. He developed his shot. He became more explosive. He started attacking the basket and then the rest was history for him. Right. But the one thing that he always did was he never worried about offense. He always took pride in attitude and, and, and Aaron knows this. We got attitude club and, and Mikel's thing was like, yo man, I'm going to win attitude. And that's all in the intangibles. And he mastered that, right? So like he might be the one guy in our program 
And honestly, I didn't even realize Mikel averaged 17 a game his last year. I didn't realize, <laughs> you know, because I was always on him. I'm like, I'm always on him about what he's not doing. I didn't even realize he averaged 17 a game. But he might be like the dude that he's, Mikael Bridges was known for his defense, his intangibles, changing the game defensively. We put him at the top of our press. Even as a freshman, he would come in and just change the game, steals, deflections, dunks, right? And um, and to see him in a position where uh, he's getting his jersey retired, man, for me, it's going to be an emotional day because, you know, I had the privilege of, of, of being with him while he was putting that work in and, and seeing it firsthand how he developed. And um, and, and I'm grateful for, for having that opportunity to coach him and, you know, he continues to represent our program in, a, in an unbelievable way. Um, proud of him. And, and I'm sure, like, he'll continue to do great things, um, you know, as, as we've seen um, him with, you know, Phoenix and Brooklyn and, you know, uh, Team USA. So uh, unbelievable ambassador for the university. Great person. Anybody that knows Mikael, they, they don't talk about him as a player. Or anything. They talk about him as a person. One of the best people you ever meet. And so... Um, you know, well deserved, and I'm looking forward to to being there for for his big moment. Most definitely, that's uh, that's awesome, Coach. You got me feeling a little choked up over here, and uh, I just yeah, don't do it. Don't do it, Mike. Don't do it. Don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a, I had the pleasure of, of knowing Mikael just as a as a friend and a, and a classmate. Got it. Then we had some mutual friends, and he was always uh, very pleasant. And I remember my roommate. Uh, freshman sophomore year, he's uh, he's six foot eight. He's like this Croatian dude. He would play club basketball and everything. And I remember walking to class with my roommate Stefan, and and, and Mikael walked by us, and Mikael was like, "Damn, he big as hell! Like, why is he on the team?" So it was just it was the funniest <laughs> thing I think. And we we dapped him up and we started talking just uh, just talking. Sounds balls. just like Mikael. It, it it was it was a hysterical thing, and I knew you know since then you know I would say what up to him and everything and. Um, just uh, a lot of great memories, uh, obviously, from his teams. And we had we had Phil Booth on the show last week, and, and he told us a story against uh, Alabama in the second round of that 2018 uh, National Championship run. He had one point at halftime. Coach Wright kind of lit a, a fire under his butt a little bit, and in the second half he came out and dropped a, a game-high 22. So he, <laughs> it just was, a, it was very was funny. Stories. That was an incredible – I mean, that, honestly, that that's one of the one of the – the best performances I've seen of anybody. His his second half versus Alabama in the second round of the tournament, eighteen. He was unbelievable. Oh man, it's what the hell gonna... was I doing? Why well, didn't <laughs> see that game? I'm I'm sure I was somewhere overseas. But like seriously, yeah, you, you was, you was yeah. overseas getting buckets yourself, man. <laughs> this is toward the end of my career, so I probably was like in my room with ice bags over here, something out there, <laughs> for real. <laughs> Oh, that is awesome. But uh but no, I'm sure the, the ceremony is gonna be really special. Uh it's gonna be fun. We'll we'll be in the city supporting uh from from, from here, but uh really just a, gonna be a, a special night. Uh, I know you guys are gonna have the players really fired up and getting ready to bounce back against a a, a hard nosed, hungry Kevin Willard coach Maryland team, but we can't wait for it and and coach, you know, thank you so much for for your time tonight. We really appreciate you hopping on with us. Uh, just a fantastic conversation, and we and we just want to say thank you. No, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, appreciate it. And 
Let's go, Nova Nation. Need your support. Come out. Make sure you show up to the to the watch party. Make sure you pack the fan on Friday night. We're gonna need that energy versus the Maryland Terps. That's what's yes, up, sir. Coach. That's what's yes, up, sir, coach. coach. Definitely. Definitely. I appreciate you coming on here. Um I definitely will see you at some point during this season. I think about coming out to that UCLA game. Check check you guys out for sure. But I definitely appreciate you coming on here, keeping it real with us, talking mm-hmm. Nova basketball and letting us know exactly what it is and, and, and where we at right now. And uh definitely gonna continue to support you guys. You know, you got my support a hundred percent. Never never folding on Nova ever. I don't I don't care if you guys lose fifteen games in a row. Like I'm still gonna be there rooting you guys on, which I know won't happen. But just want to say that I'm here, got the support for you guys, and appreciate appreciate it, man. Appreciate you coming on. No, I appreciate you guys, man. Appreciate your support, and you know, um, you know, hope to see you guys soon. Definitely, absolutely. All right, and uh, coach, yeah, we'll we'll send uh, send the link over to you. Anything you want, uh, if you if you want, we can send it to your dad or anything. And, and I do apologize for not making it clear that he, you know he wasn't going to come on. I, I do apologize for that. So no, no, it's all good. All good. So we we really appreciate your time, and uh, hopefully we can do it again soon, man. So good luck on uh, on Friday. We know you guys are going to come home with a W. All right. Yeah. And tell, tell Nardi, if he don't answer my text messages, I'm going to put him in that <laughs> dream on green headlock. <laughs> in that sleep hole. Yeah. <laughs> put him in that dream on headlock real quick. Drag him across that V. Uh, All right, good. Good to see All you, right, Thank you, Coach. Have a great night. All right, fellas. Later. Later. Coach Ashley Howard, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much to Coach for sitting down and chopping it up with us and letting us know know, what's really going on behind the scenes, what the mood is this week at practice, and and how that they're determined to respond against Maryland on Friday. Obviously, these big five games are are tough, A-Ray, but, uh, you know, we're used to to winning all of them, right? We're used to, to... to, to taking care of business when it comes to Penn, LaSalle, St. Joe's, Temple. We had a tough loss last year at a Temple. I remember back when I was a junior in the 2018-19 season, we also lost to Penn with Coach Wright and with Booth and Pascal as seniors leading that squad. So it's not completely foreign to us. Is it something that we're happy about? No, but I do think it's a little bit too premature to completely hit the panic button and write the season off, which is unfortunately what a lot of people were doing. Uh, we're here to tell you that it's, uh, you know, maybe take the your pedal your, off the metal a little bit because just, you know, we need to relax and, and make sure that, that we, you know, we give ourselves a chance to, to rebound here against Maryland on Friday. I have to think that we're going to be playing with some extra juice with the Mikel Bridges retirement, uh, Jersey retirement ceremony going on on Friday at the Pavilion. I think it's going to be a packed house. It's a Friday night game. I think there's going to be a, a, some serious intensity. We were familiar with Coach Kevin Willard, who, like uh, Coach Howard told us, we're familiar with a lot of those battles that we've had with him. And, you know, they beat us, but we, we've done a good job of beating Kevin Willard-led teams. I remember when this first matchup, when this matchup first came out, you look back on it and you're like, geez, we, we have had a lot of success against Seton Hall, but they always are going to give us a, a, a tough game. So those guys... They lost two in a row. Uh, you know, Davidson, they're, it's just not 
not what they expected to be at this point. Sure. Did we expect to be three and zero? Yes. Did they expect to be one and two? Absolutely not. So they're going to come out with some intensity, with some juice, with some fire as well. A Ray. Uh, so it, it's it's a little too early to panic, but uh, this certainly is a big one uh, when it comes to Maryland on Friday night, Allen. Yeah, that that kind of was blowing mine a little bit, man. I after three games, like writing off the season, writing off the right. team, writing off the coach, like that's a it's a little bit premature to 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 do stuff like that. But I get where everybody is coming from. It was a bad loss, and I think one of the main things about about the situation is like last year it's like everybody got ptsd because of our season last year and like to see us lose to Penn, it just brought back a shit ton of memories for everybody that uh weren't good and a lot of people were panicking but it's only the third game of the season and i mean we lost we took an l would you want that later on in the season or get it out the way now? And I think it's good going into the Maryland game because now we got a little bit more fire under our belts to really want to go out there and succeed and get a dub. But the main thing for me that was missing against Penn was the bodies on the floor, bodies all over the place, guys get into the 50-50 balls first. Like, we didn't get to those 50-50 balls first. We were late on closeouts. Got killed on the re... I don't want to say killed because it wasn't like we lost by 10 like ten rebounds or anything like that. But we got our rebound about Penn, which, which shouldn't happen, man. We got the athletes to do that. Mm. And um, I know that that was definitely addressed in the film session. I was addressed in practice, and I was addressed in... In, in the talks after the game. So, you know, I'm confident. I'm ready to move on from that pain game and get onto this Maryland game because this Maryland game is going to be tough. Like you said, Coach Willard, he's familiar with us. Uh, Maryland has lost two games in a row. So I'm pretty sure their fan base is is, is kind of blowing up a little bit right now. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be it's the <clears throat> biggest game of the season right now and not just because of Maryland but because of all the other factors that surround it. Right. Yeah, they're they're going to be ticked off too. They lost two two straight games. They're, they literally have a losing record, A-Ray. So they're they're not happy over there in uh, Turp Town. But uh, when it comes to, to what I think the level of intensity, energy, and focus is among Villanova after that loss, it seems like they're, they're you know, it's a bit of a wake-up call. Coach Howard was supposed to come on with us. He literally texted me. Saying I'm, we're still in the film session. You're gonna, we're gonna need to push it back a little bit. I was like, you know what? I'm happy. That's good news to me that you guys yeah. are still dialed in in the film room and just really examining what what went wrong and what we can improve on because it was not a pretty game. I think it actually shows that you know to how good we can be. That it was only a four point loss. A Ray. I mean, yeah. those guys did. They shot way better than we did. The only thing that they didn't do better than us was was free throw shoot. Right, yeah. we we're, we're always a good free throw shooting, shooting team. We don't need to worry about that. But we got outplayed. Coach Howard said it manhandled in a lot of ways, and that's not something that we expect to happen against UPenn. And that's what did happen. It's unfortunate. We're gonna take. You know, I'm pretty sure the guys are gonna take what they can to learn from it, use that as a as an experience to learn from, grow from, get better, 
and to really just have that extra fire when it comes to playing Maryland on Friday, and then it you know it all turns to the battle for Atlantis Thanksgiving weekend, which is another massive, massively I would say important test for this this Villanova squad. But it starts on Friday against Maryland. I think it's going to be a a you know put up or shut up type game for the Wildcats. Like you know okay like you know show us what you're made of type of test and. I have every reason to believe that they're going to show up, show out for Mikel Bridges in his honor and to really bounce back, play well, shoot well, get, like you said, get those those 50-50 balls, dive on the floor, whether it be the transfers, whether it be the young guys like Housen, Armstrong, or, you know, the old guys like Dixon and more. I think everybody's going to bring it, and I really have to believe that this was a a one-time thing, I guess, for the early part of the season where it's like a really a disappointing loss because I think moving forward, we're going to be able to handle our business and talking to Coach Howard, listening to what he had to say about what those guys are focusing on in practice, what the mindset is like, it gives me confidence in saying like, okay, these guys are, are not like blowing this off. These guys are not letting this get to them. They're going to use it as fuel to the fire and they're going to make sure that they take a step in the right direction rather than have this stymie them and, and, and really blow up the whole season, which I know is what people are worried about because, like you said, they saw it last season. This isn't last season. This is a completely different roster. We have more talent. We have more experience. We have age. Uh, we're the oldest team in, in, in college basketball. Right? I think these guys are, are just mentally tough enough to handle a loss like this, learn from it, move on, get better, and go get a win on Friday. Yeah, so that's going to be the big key right there is how these guys respond. Just like you said, you know, nothing else to, like, analyze. Like Mark Armstrong's mom said, no over-analyst mm-hmm. analyzation. Nah, right. I don't even know if that's a word about the situation. <laughs> and uh, I feel the same way, you know, just we got to respond. Just go back, get get to the lab, and, res- and come out and respond. You know, let's not commit the same mistakes that we did in the Penn game and let's correct them in the Maryland game, get a W and let's keep pushing forward. Yes, sir. Focus on that defense, focus on, on, on rebounding as coach Howard talked about. I knew as, as soon as I asked about, you know, the bad shooting night in the, in the, the two, three zone affecting it. And he spotted with the defensive rebounding. I was like, that yeah. that's Villanova basketball right there. Yeah. So I, wa- I walked right into that one, A-Ray, but. Um, we really appreciated having him on. Hopefully, we get to do it again soon. And hopefully, we're talking about uh, more wins than losses. But uh, you know, that was great. It was a, a real uh, two cents uh, and a peek behind the curtain, a little bit of what what is going on. And uh, I really appreciated that. And it shows the character of uh, of the players and how much uh, Coach Howard really respects and and loves these guys, not just as players but as people, as men. And yeah. uh, you know, I just think. We had some funny stories in there too, A Ray, with uh, you getting recruited, playing some basketball, eating some Chinese food, and Coach Howard really liked that one because he he certainly could not even compare that to the recruitment that goes on nowadays oh, with the NIL and transfer portal. It's a whole new ball game. It's a completely different animal. So it's just that was really funny, man. You cracked me up with that. Like, do you think these guys even like go see these guys, like the transfers? 
maybe take them out to dinner. I mean, that's that's what I, I I've I've I heard. I remember when we were doing a lot of our recruiting, you know, with uh, you know Hunter Dickinson and and, and some other transfers. It was all right. Let's take these guys out to dinner. It'll be you know a lot of the coaching staff, maybe some of the current players in there, and just you know kind of chop it up and, and have a good night kind of thing. Uh, whereas you know that, that wasn't really even allowed, I guess, you know, under certain yeah. uh, you know rules and and, and violations back you know in 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 the day but currently with the, with the landscape that we have with with the accessible accessibility of nil and and, and pay for play as coach greenberg who we referenced earlier uh like to call it uh it's certainly a whole new ball game and you kind of got to pull out all the stops right hey right yeah you do um it definitely is different times now and it's not the same like it was but like we getting we got transfers and we got some uh, high school recruits so like we're doing what we're supposed to do. Just gotta get back to them. Just get back to them winning ways. Like that's 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 all. That's all anybody is really really looking for is for the team to get back to the winning ways. And everybody knows how good we are, how talented we are. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of pressure this year, you know. And I'm just glad that I'm not on that team. Uh, no, you're right. I don't you're right about that. that pressure. You're right about that. A lot of pressure already, as we can see, with uh, the immediate response of dropping the third game in the season. Uh, you know, people calling for for Coach Neptune's job already. It's like, you know, hold on, guys. You know, hold your horses. Let's take what it is easy. Life, here. So, yo. Yeah, yeah. What is what is ball, yo? <laughs> I mean, come on now. So, uh, you know, it's just it's it's very very funny. Coach Howard talked about it a little bit, just like the the relevance of social media now. You know, we, we're, we're on social media, right? We do what we like to feed into the positive more so than the negative. But uh, tonight, I think we did a good job of keeping it real with everybody. And uh, I hope that you guys are, you know, that you listeners out there are enjoying this and are taking something from it and using it and, and use judge it on your own. Judge Coach Howard's words and, and our questions, everything. Use the context clues to judge your and formulate your own opinion because that's all we could do, right? Hey, Ray, that's that. I, I think we did a good job of being an outlet for you guys to come to, listen, dissect, and and take in the information, and then come out with your own opinion. Because you know this is this is what we're here to do. We 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 care about this team. We love the, this team. We love the fan base. But it's like hold on just a minute here, folks. I think we're gonna be okay. A Ray believes in it as well as you've seen uh, on Twitter, and I really think that it's going to be a fun one on Friday. Cal Bridges retirement ceremony that's going to fire everybody up. That's at the pavilion. A Ray and I, Miguel, we're going to be hosting a little game watch party in New York City. We're going to have a lot of Villanova bodies there. People supporting the Wildcats. Good mojo going, and it's going to be a fun one because. I think we're gonna we're gonna really show up and show out and prove that this team is certainly more talented than than that what we showed on Monday night. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to our watch party. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna make sure I don't eat anything, so when I go there, I can like gorge out and, uh, <laughs> it's and good and food, really, man. Yeah, really enjoy myself. But uh, yeah, man. Oh, see, I can't. Like I just don't have any more words. Like I'm just ready to, yeah, to watch this game. You know, ready, yep. ready to see how these guys guys respond, and ready for 
some Nova fans. I'm not even gonna say Nova fans. Some casuals to like have a <laughs> foot, foot in their mouth after after this Maryland game. But you know, we'll we'll see what happens, and I'm excited for it, man. I'm I'm just ready for it. Like I'm just yes, sir. I'm I'm done with the words. Yeah, no, it's right. It's it's uh, it's time. <laughs> it's time to move on. It's time to, to to focus on the game on Friday night, which is uh, you know rapidly approaching them. And we're going to have some fun. We're going to have a great crowd watching the game. And, hey, Ray, it's going to be the first time you, me, and, and, and Nick and Knight got to get to meet. I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, it's going to be a ton of fun, man. So I think uh, I really think that we're, we're, we're going to have a successful Friday night, both at the, the Pavilion for Mikel Bridges, for all the Villanova faithful there, as well as the folks at Schaefer's in New York City joining A. Ray, Slick, and I. And just uh, want to say some thank yous tonight uh, to Coach Ashley Howard, his father, Maurice Moe Howard, uh, the Maryland basketball legend. Got, some, got a little juice there in the, in the Howard household. I'm sure they'll be, uh, they'll be talking some smack, uh, as well as Carrie and Robert Conti. Thank you guys so much for, for hooking it up. And uh, just an absolute pleasure to, to sit down and, and listen to what Coach Howard had to say. Uh, he's a great basketball mind and, and is obviously very, very much aware of what is going on with the team being on the sidelines night in, night out. But uh, just the, the the final thought for me, A-Ray, is the, the, the great stories that he had with Mikel. Uh, that was fun, just his redshirt year, the things that he had to go through. It was really awesome to see that that connection, how how much it really meant to Coach Howard and and what this means for, for Villanova basketball with uh, getting Mikel's jersey in the Raptors on Friday night. Definitely. And um, just want to finish my final thoughts, um, just piggybacking off something you said earlier. Um, kind of got to toot our, our horns a little bit. You know, we just brought in, you know, Coach Ash after, you know, Villanova had that loss to Temple which, you know, it's kind of hard to do. You know, you're not seeing a lot of people out there getting to talk to these coaches after games. Like, I'm sure there's nobody on Duke staff that's um, went on a podcast <laughs> after they lost to Arizona, you know what I'm saying? And just want to say thank you for Coach Ash for coming on there for us and talking about the game a little bit and then talking about Maryland. So I think that this episode is going to be bring really good value to to a lot of our listeners. They get to hear it from the coach, and not from us two guys, and not from Twitter, and not from like college basketball analysts. Like they're hearing right. it from somebody who sits on the bench every single day and is with the guys every single day. So I feel like we just bought a ton of value to the Villanova community. And I hope you guys really listen to this. There's a lot of good good things said here and you can kind of get a little bit of our mindset here at Villanova, like why we always so positive. Like I know that probably gets y'all sick as hell that I'm always positive <laughs> and like never want to say anything negative. Like that's just the easy thing to do. Like it's so easy to be negative and like it's hard as hell to be positive all the time and you got to understand like there's good situations in in bad situations you just gotta you just gotta find them so that's kind of like my final thoughts of what I wanted to say and you know raining threes 
think we're doing a really good job right now and that's it yes sir i can't i can't toot my i can't toot our horn so much <laughs> but nah, man we, come on we definitely we definitely doing the damn thing right now yes sir we appreciate everybody that's tuning in and showing us love we know we've gotten a lot of a lot of good stuff from us, uh, from our supporters, our listeners on on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, you know, people are in your inbox. Uh, A Ray, people have been texting me, seeing what's up, and uh, we hope to see you guys on Friday night, whether it be at the Pavilion or at the Rain and Threes Watch Party at Shapers in New York City. Uh, we love and support. We love and appreciate your guys' support, and uh, thank you very much to Coach Howard. We'll get you guys next time. Yes, sir. V's up. Appreciate you, Nova Nation. 